Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast for bad gamers that's made by bad gamers. We cover the latest in gaming news, game reviews, upcoming releases, and a look at retro titles that made gaming what it is today. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Crowley, and Bad Gamer Garrett. Remember, get good scrubs. Yes, get good indeed. I am your host, Mr. Crowley, and joining me as he joins me every week at about this time, it's Garrick. Hello, I'm here. You are here, and we're all very thankful for it. How are you feeling? Are you a little under the weather this week? Christmas uh, Christmas took a lot out of you, didn't it? Yeah, so I got caught with a, a couple diseases over Christmas break, but I'm, I'm recuperating, I'm recovering, I'm here. <laughs> A couple of diseases. Well, we're glad you're here, and we're glad you're here as well, listener. Various generic listener. That uh, it's fun that the bubonic plague has made a comeback here. Uh, yeah, it's good to see it. You know, yeah. making making a name for itself again. Yeah, absolutely. It's about time. I think we had a good plague on our hands. Uh, yeah. You can follow us uh, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bad gamers anonymous on Twitter at bad gamers anon. Uh, you can follow myself at Bad Gamer Crowley. You can follow Garrick at Garrick Dr. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Find Garrick Dr. on Twitch. Email us badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Call us 319-804-9205. I am Crowley76 on the PSN, and that is Garrick Dr. I mean, are you, are you sensing a theme yet? <sighs> I'm also Crowley. Yeah, I'm Crowley7608, I believe, on the Steam. I was just on Steam playing Throne of Lies uh, with, with our friend Joa. Uh, this week that was fun. That was a good time. You you need to play, you need to play that. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm planning on buying it like here within the next couple days. You probably cause... should, as that will be the game of the month for January. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. There's there's the spoiler alert. Uh, our game of the month for January is going to be Throne of Lies. Uh, so I think there was some big gaming news this week, and I really I want to get to it. But before I do, like, did you get anything cool for Christmas? Yeah, so I got a new 4K HDMI cable. I got a couple wait, um, wait. Cat6 Ethernet cables. Wow, you were really excited about the cables. <laughs> yeah, my wife got them for me, and, and it was a little surprising. I was not expecting her to get them for me, but uh, I'm like, yes, I, I, better I networking. Isn't that like getting socks back when you were a, when you were a kid? You're like, oh, no, socks. I, I also got socks. I know, that's why I, that's why I said that. <laughs> But um, no, we we also got a Keurig as well, and I'm I'm loving it. Although we don't have any coffee, we just have uh, you just have the hot Keurig. All of hot, you know, I I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that to be honest because the Keurig really should be used to make coffee. Coffee is delicious. Love coffee, love it. Yeah, we we got tea and we have uh, hot chocolate and and no coffee for you're doing you're you're doing it wrong. So French French press for now for the coffee. Uh, well, you know what? I can't really complain if you've got a French press. Uh, so I I got uh, a whole lot of uh, one thing for Christmas. You know, this was our first Christmas with our daughter. We were very thankful. 2017 was a great year for us. We adopted in April. If, you're, if you've been following us that long, you know we took a little bit of time off April and May uh, so that uh, we could get that adoption done. So we were... We've been very blessed. We were very happy. So a lot of uh, a lot of the Christmas stuff went to her, and we also were planning a trip uh, later on this this uh, in 2018 for her first birthday. So uh, a lot of the money's going for that. But I did get I did get a a BB-8. Uh, but this is like it's a BB-8 Hero, so it's remote control. It's bigger than the Sphero BB-8. Yeah, dude. And this thing rolls around. It does stuff like voice command. 
Uh, so it's, uh, add, add another, uh, just another thing for my Star Wars collection. So it's like the the ones of the, the BB-8 back in the day, but it's it's a it's a, what is it a Sphero? No, so it's bigger than the Sphero. The Sphero is tiny, and and it, this is huge. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So how how big are we talking? Like soccer ball? Bigger than soccer ball. Oh. Right. I don't know what's bigger than a soccer ball. Like um, you, like I've got to plug the body in, and I have to plug the head in. Like. Right. What? Yeah. Does it clean up your floors too? It, no, it does not. But I suppose oh, a missed opportunity, right? Like I suppose I could just cover the body in like a, <laughs> you know, in like a some sort of cloth, I, but probably not. But it's it's very cool. Uh, I was very happy that my wife got me that, and uh, it's yeah, it's now part of my gi- giant useless Star Wars collection. Nice. Yeah. No, it goes well with the big giant BB-8 lamp I have, the small BB-8 Sphero, and my collection of R2D2s, including one about the same size that also rolls around and does stuff on its own. Well, now I know what to get you for next Christmas. What's that? More stuff more, like that. More, 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 more rolling around droids. Yes, yes, please. Uh, all right, so let's let's go ahead and just jump into this uh, this, this episode. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, video games coming out in 2018, um, and we'll get to that here in just a minute. But there's been some, I, I, like I said, some big news in the world of gaming, and I, I feel like we should address it, even though we are bad gamers. Like there's there seems to be, like you should just follow some etiquette when you're playing we're, we're not this bad others. we're not this these, these this is just i don't even know this is awful this gaming is, yeah <laughs> this is know. just so uh, deplorable yeah on thursday so there's this thing called swatting i guess i should ex- I, I should probably detail or explain what swatting is swatting is an online harassment tactic now this is of course uh, according to wikipedia where everybody goes for for anything anyway Yay. yeah uh which by the way it is not if you're in college this is not a resource you want to use just FYI. But it has sources linked at the bottom that you can use. Right, but this is also going to be edited by anyone of <laughs> the mothers. So, swatting is an online harassment tactic of deceiving an emergency uh, service, such as hoaxing an emergency service dispatcher, into sending a police or an, uh, an emergency service response team to another person's address. This is triggered by false reporting of a serious law enforcement emergency, such as a bomb threat, murder, hostage situation, or other alleged incident. Like, And so this is like a thing. It's been a thing for a few years. Years, and we haven't really addressed it because, to be honest, it hasn't really been in the news a lot lately. Uh, this made national news because a father of two was shot by by the police in Wichita, Kansas, after they received a call where a man claimed uh, he had shot his father and was holding the rest of his family hostage. Uh, the police arrived at the valid uh, address there in Wichita uh, when a confused 28-year-old man uh, stumbled out of his door, front door. He was shot fatally just a few seconds later uh so you know the holidays very sad time now just today they did arrest uh a 25 year old tyler barris uh he is suspected of phoning in the false 911 call uh that led to the fatal shooting uh and he's being held now remember this was the, sh- the shooting happened in, in wichita uh the arrest was made in south los angeles so i mean <laughs> look everything anymore is online and I was just talking to a friend tonight about he was thinking about getting a PS4 and getting the PS Plus and becoming a member and going on. I mean, like all the games anymore, they're all online. Like there's yeah. there's always a multiplayer aspect. And so I just I feel like this like common sense has just gone out the window. Like the common sense is if you're having an issue with a player, walk away from the player. Like, yeah, I, this is 
like yeah. I, I I don't understand. I, I guess I just don't understand. What's deplorable is if if this guy is uh the the person the suspect they have in custody right now, he said he was twenty five years old. Like, what development are you lacking in your brain for you to do this kind of thing? You should be like mentally all there. What's going on with this guy? If if this is the guy. I don't know. And again, we, we, we live in a world or a, 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 I guess a country where our judicial system is innocent until proven guilty. So obviously this guy gets the benefit of the doubt for now until proven guilty. But I mean, if you're swatting, you're doing it wrong. Don't swat. Yeah. Like, just walk away. I just I, I guess I just don't I don't understand the thought process behind it is this guy hurt me virtually so I'm going to hurt him in real life. Now, apparently this all started over a, a Call of Duty game uh, through UMG Gaming. They run tournaments online, including Call of Duty. And they they cooperated with the authorities and they obviously helped track down, uh, you know, potentially who, who did this. But this is a father, too, that lost his life over an online conflict. Like, give me a break. I just, I just so- don't get it. This is the worst thing about it is that allegedly this guy has nothing to do with with the game. Like he's not a gamer at all. This is between uh, apparently two people who are on Twitter and they were arguing and threatening each other um, allegedly after a match on UMG. And the person who is the target of the swatting gave the other gamer a false address, which sent police to Finch's home. So not only was this... This guy wasn't even involved in any way, shape, or form. He just happened to live at this address that some other guy gave. I, I don't even know what to do with this story. <laughs> I really don't. It's just sad all the way around. Some guy lost his life who wasn't even involved in the thing. Like, just stop. Yeah. Just everybody stop. Take it down a couple of notches. This is ridiculous. Now, I know there are going to be some of you out there, possibly some of you who listen to this show, who are going to blame the cop in this situation. Just shut up and go away with that. I, I, I can't. I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. You're not a police officer. You don't know the stress that a police officer is under. They go into the situation believing that that is the situation they're going into. They're not going into the situation going, well, I need to make sure that this is the situation first before I go in. You know, they want to make sure they go home to their families. And so now this cop has to live with what he did all because all because of an online conflict. Just stop with the swatting. I really hope that that our our congressmen and our senators uh both state and federal level uh start making some laws that really crack down on these people who who perpetrate these swatting pranks because the pranks have finally they've gotten out of hand gotten out of hand so if if we do have a listener who is a cop call and leave us a voicemail 319-804-9205 and tell us your opinions right i don't think they're gonna disagree with me I don't like I don't think the cop will disagree. I, I, but if you do, I, like if you if you are out there and you disagree with me, call in. Let me know. I, I'm yeah. open to listen or, or agree. Just tell us what you think about all this. If if you are a police person, somebody, please, for the love of God, call in. I think is what <laughs> we're trying to say. So there you go. So let's move on uh, to 2018 video games. Man, we're just shifting gears here. Yeah. Like, that's a hard shift. That's a hard. That, shift. that is a hard. Why did you start with this? I don't even know. Because I felt like we had a responsibility because we're 
because we're in the gaming community. No, for better or worse, gamers. we are we have bad. No responsibility. We have no responsibility here whatsoever. Uh speaking of no responsibility, all release dates are something to change. When they do change, don't yell at us. We don't make the games. Just because we're looking forward to a game doesn't uh, doesn't necessarily mean that the game will be good or even that we're going to review this game in the future. We may not even play it. So if you want us to review something we discussed today, tell us. Email us at badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Or, as we said before, call us at 319-804-9205 and tell us what game we're about to talk about you want to hear us review this upcoming year. Please, somebody, for the love of God, email us. That was a good transition, by the way. Or call us. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. I, I, I worked on that for all of 30 seconds. Um, Yay. We're going to start with Garrick's early pick for Game of the Year 2018. Yep. This is, oh, my God, I can't wait for this game. Ever since they announced it, I have been just in hype mode. Monster Hunter World comes out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC here on January 26th. This is the first Monster Hunter game on PC for the West. Yeah, I think there's an online MMO, but we haven't had one in the West before. Um, definitely going to be my pick for Game of the Year. I know Crowley will disagree, and there's going to be a lot of games coming out between now and December, so we'll see. But fight monsters, get loot, craft gear, rinse, repeat, plan on with people. There's a lot of quality of life stuff, so if you've never played the Monster Hunter games before, I think this would probably be the best jumping in point. You don't have to play with me, Crowley. It's okay. I, I, dude, do you like to grind? Get Monster Hunter World. Do you enjoy doing the same thing repeatedly? Get Monster Hunter World. Do you like to hunt for hours upon hours upon hours for little to no reward? Play Monster Hunter World. <laughs> I can't wait. God, I can't wait. God. <sighs> okay, cool. Because it's not about the grind. It's about the, the perfection. Because you can beat these monsters pretty easily. But it's about maximizing learning their moves and their tell signs, being able to dodge at the exact right moment, the exact right direction, and then pull off that perfect combo exactly where they are weak against, and then kind of almost speedrunning the boss monsters. Because that's all it is. It's just boss monster after boss monster that you're fighting. This sounds like an Eastern grind fest. And in a way, yes. Okay, well, if look... If you enjoy banging your head against a brick wall repeatedly, Monster Hunter World, January 26th. This Can't is wait. Crowley's early pick for most disappointing game of the year. I, I, I might play it just so I can be like, I, this, I'm pleasantly surprised because I have zero, zero expectations for this game other than it's going to suck. That's the best way to go in. Right? Like, if you went in to uh, The Last Jedi with anything other than zero expectation <laughs> like you left going there's no i don't what what happened to rice pet like i feel like this is the equivalent uh next up on the list january 26th dragon ball fighter z now i am not i've discussed this on the show openly i am burned out on fighting games and injustice 2 was just so good i don't see dragon ball fighter z really pulling me back in like like injustice did um it's dragon ball I, I look i'm an anime guy like i love bleach which i know like the hardcore anime guy that's not that's just that's just japanese pot like you know i can't believe you're not a real anime guy shut up i don't care okay i like what i like and, and bleach was amazing 
Uh, Sword Art Online, I love that series. Uh, my wife made me watch Naruto up until a certain point, and I'm like, there's no point for me watching Naruto anymore. It's been on for how many years? I didn't care when it first started. I certainly don't care when it ends. Uh, several others. Uh, uh, the oh, what the Death Note was a big like. I loved that series. So there are, there are animes out there that I like. Dragon Ball is not not one of them. However, if you do, it is a stylistic 2D fighter, a la Street Fighter, with Dragon Ball Z characters. It looks gorgeous. But alas, I am not a fighting fan, nor a Dragon Ball Z fan, and I don't think Garrick is either. No, I'm not. Like, the cel-shaded graphics looks great, and I understand that we haven't had a 2D Dragon Ball fighter since, I think, PS2 times. So it's nice to see it go back. And the game looks straight up like it's ripped out of the cartoon. So that's really fun to see. But, you know, there's no, it's a month out and we don't have a lot of information, like different modes or anything like that, any customization options. Maybe there's so not it any. Looks a little, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there are. Looks a little lackluster. It's, it's a wait and see for me, but I'll probably pick it up anyways. I'll not pick it up ever. <laughs> In the history of ever. Uh, Garrick, you want to take the next one? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited for this. Shadow of the Colossus is getting a complete remake from the PS2 classic. Um, they remastered it on PS3, and it looked good. But the the main problem was that the entire control and and design of the game was still locked in the PS2 era. So it was it was still frustrating. The camera was buggy and very hard to control, and the the like jump was mapped to the triangle button instead of X, and it's just you know outdated controls. So they are completely revamping that. It's gonna be in 4K. It looks absolutely gorgeous, and I'm really excited for people who have the PS4 to be able to play this classic, classic game and be able to understand why it's kind of been a big deal for over a decade now. Yep, another one Crowley's gonna skip. Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> out on PS4. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't. I, I look. I don't. I'm gonna be hard pressed to play play the the, the retooled Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So I'm not not big on these remakes. Speaking of remakes, if you like rehashes, Des- Dynasty Warriors Nine out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC February 13th. I was about to say this isn't a remake at all. <laughs> no, it's a rehash. I, yeah yes and no Here, here's the thing like i grew up on dynasty warriors it's just a good hack and slashy time and it's especially nice because it's always had split screen co-op but this is the first one that's it's actually changing the formula they are actually making this dynasty warrior completely open world for the first time so it's so open world hack and slash yeah, and I'm I'm really kind of intrigued. Like, how are they going to pull that off? They're so, not. It's going to be awful. It's uh, it's going to be wave after wave after wave of enemy endlessly. I, I want to see what it's about. I am optimistic, but reserved. I'm too old and jaded to be optimistic. <laughs> Dynasty Warriors 9, out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC February 13th. Check it out if you, again, like to do the same thing over and over and over like when you get tired of killing monsters in monster hunter world just pop in dynasty warrior 9 and you can just kill wave after wave of the same monster some say that repetition is akin to mediation or meditation rather 
No, I, I, it's probably more akin to mediation than it is meditation. I don't know what either of those statements mean, so just forget that I said it. Kingdom Come Deliverance, February 13th. Spoiler alert, could be game of the month come February. Uh, we don't know a lot about it, but we are. Get, it is getting a lot of buzz and attention. Kingdom Come Deliverance, this is, think of, how did you put it, Garrick? So the way it's been described to me is it's basically a historically accurate Skyrim. Like, who doesn't want a historically accurate <laughs> Skyrim? This would be amazing. I am so looking forward to this game now. I can't even begin to tell you. Like, again, yeah. we don't know a lot about it, but in the community, you know, that gaming community that we're a part of uh, now, for better or for worse, uh, it's getting a lot of attention. So a lot of people talking, a lot of people buzzing. Little bees, busy bees buzzing around, talking about Kingdom Come Deliverance, February 13th, PS4, Xbox One, PC. I think I'm going to play this one on PC. Yeah, I think I'll get it on PC as well. Yeah. Because it's definitely going to have the best graphics there. 2018 is going to be the year of trying to switch it up from just PS4. <laughs> we'll, I, we'll try. We're going we're gonna to give it We're gonna give it the old college try, folks. Yeah. Can't make a lot of promises, but we are going to try. Speaking of trying new things, I was told that I should get a Switch. I was you you should. I'm not going to. But speaking of the Switch, February 16th, Bayonetta one and two come out on the yep. Switch. So remake of of the classic on PS3 and 360, and the sequel, the the Wii U exclusive Bayonetta two. I'm super stoked for this to come on the Switch. Um, I'm not stoked that they have announced that. I think Bayonetta 1 is going to come as a download and 2 is going to be on the disc. So you will have to have a memory card. SD card. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you remember when uh, memory cards were all the rage, you know, 10 years ago? <laughs> no. Yeah. Neither do <laughs> I because it's closer to 15. Way to go, Nintendo. Hey, you should yeah. get a Switch. Let's let's uh, let's get that, uh, that up-to-date technology going. Good God. It's at least it's, it's not proprietary like Sony did on the Vita. It is such a waste of time and money to get a Switch. But if I were going to get a Switch, this would probably be the first game I'd play because yes, please, to the Dominatrix and Tight Leather. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, so... Metal Gear Survive! Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Finally, Garrett getting negative about something. Welcome to my world, son. Uh, Metal Gear Survive so PS4, bad. Xbox One, and PC of February 20th. Suck. First Metal Gear without God, it's going to be bad. Hideo Kojima. So we'll see how awful this is really going to be. And again, when you go into a game or a movie with the lowest of all expectations, you will be pleasantly surprised. The uh, <laughs> only good thing I can give this game yeah. is that it will be made using the Fox engine. So it will look good. Right. So third person view, open world. I Look, it's Metal Gear. I don't see how Metal Gear can go wrong. I don't care if it's, it's the first. Metal Gear Zombies. It, it has no storyline. It is purely an online game as a service zombie version of Metal Gear. I, it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> I, I hope it is. I really do, and I hope it. Look, if it's a game as a, I hope it fails. I hope all games and services fail. It, they won't, because we're not smart enough to stop swatting people. We're certainly not smart enough. Oh, God. 
to stop buying the the, the games as a service. I yeah. am morbidly curious, and I, it's almost to the point where I want to buy a copy, but You're I, going I don't to. think I will. I'll I'll rent one from Redbox, or I'll find a pre-owned one. March game of the month? The next day. March? No. Is, no, no. No. Yes. No. Yes. There are better games coming out. Possibly. We'll possibly like this one. Bravo Team, exclusive mm. to the PSVR. March 6th. Yeah. First-person VR cover shooter with two-player co-op mode. It's VRing. We gotta play it. We gotta yeah, play I'm it. Super stoked! It was supposed to come out in December, got pushed back, and and honestly, for a PSVR title, I'm okay with them taking some time to polish it, like make it good, because I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, look, I, I I think that when you look at all the VR games, there there are some really good ones. There's some really, really really bad ports. Of some really really great games, Skyrim VR, Fallout. I'm looking at you two, uh, but uh, I'm hoping that this Bravo Team first person shooter, like I ah man, well if it's like it says in the description on their website, of course. So you know, take it with a grain of salt. That you have to work together. There's going to be some ta- some strategy, some tactics, and I think that in a lot of online shooter games, that's 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 lacking. It's pretty much spray and pray and, yeah, you know, run in, you know, guns blazing and whoever's the better shot with. And I hate that. I want I want some tactics. I want some strategy. And so if that, you know, especially in VR, I think, you know, I think that's going to that'll go a long way. But again, I, my expectations for this are high. So I'm guessing it's going to fail. Yeah, well, we'll see. But see, then I could talk myself down in expectation level. And then it'll be amazing. So this game's going to suck. I don't know. Uh, why don't you take the next one? Because I have zero interest in this one. <laughs> yeah. So next is Sea of Thieves coming out March 20th on Xbox and PC. It's a Microsoft exclusive, um, huge open world. Imagine, if you will, I guess kind of Assassin's Creed 4 meets like Fable's art direction. But it's it's an online mmo style kind of game so it's pirates it's it's exploration it's you know working with friends um online to kind of run a pirate ship and and find treasure and can you be captain jack can you be captain jack sparrow be a captain and you can name yourself jack sparrow i'm sure so you're going to be one of about three thousand other jack sparrows absolutely well that's everyone who's pretending to be drunk i why pretend You make a good point. Uh, right. Um, they, they've been teasing this for years, and it's it's about to come out. A uh, little, little lackluster in the marketing for it, but, I mean, it's one of the few things that Microsoft has exclusive. You kind of have to wonder, so. some of these games that don't have a lot of marketing, like uh, the Kingdom Come Deliverance, the Sea of Thieves, is there a reason for that? Are the, was the publisher like, yeah, this isn't really as good as we thought it was going to be, so we're not I think I think Kingdom Come Deliverance is it's an indie studio. However, Sea of Thieves is is a being backed by Microsoft. It's a Microsoft published game. So I'm really wondering like, where what? is all the marketing for it? They're even coming out with a, a Sea of Thieves controller that you can pre-order oh, at retailers right now. God. And it looks really cool. It's like purple and it has like teal like paint on it and has all these like little symbols teal really cool teal and purple seriously this sounds like graduation colors in the 90s 
I'm okay with this. It's, uh, it's basically the the wild berry pop tarts. Wild berry pop tarts. <laughs> I don't even. It's well, you know what? At least it, it probably won't taste as awful as switch switch discs. Yeah, presumably not. I though that's a thing. Like Bishop, like I know. like I, he said, it tastes like off. I don't know about that. Um, I've heard people say it tastes like battery acid or it tastes How like do people bitters. know what battery acid tastes like? They were experimental children, I'm I sure. Dude, I don't know. Not, not going to lie. I did try. Battery acid? No. Oh. One of my Switch cartridges when I got one. <laughs> um, but I think I've had too much coffee because I couldn't taste anything. Okay. Well, stop drinking coffee. Taste a Switch game. Uh, a way out. March 23rd, PS4, Xbox One, PC. I think this may be a game of the year contender. I'm not. It's not my game of the year contender, but I think this is one of those big games where everyone's really looking forward to it come out. Uh, you remember the guy that said at the Game Awards, F the Oscars? You remember that, dude? This is his game. So if it falls flat, I won't be shocked. <laughs> I, I'm, really, I'm really curious about this game. I'm excited for it, and I'm going to pick it up for sure. Two-player experience, jailbreak story. Like, here's my question, and I don't know if this is the game, but I, I read somewhere that there was a game coming out where only one person had to buy it, but you... Yes. This is it. This is it. Like, I feel like that's a... I, I, I feel like that's a pretty good, like, hook to get people to buy it. Like, that... Well, I think it's really fair, too, because this game, you have to play with two players. Like, there's no option to play single player. So, I think being able to have a friend come in and play with you and he doesn't have to buy the game. It's extremely fair. And I really appreciate it. Now, can they play online with you or do they have to like come to your house and pick up a second controller and play with you? As far as I know, it offers both. See, I, I think that I think if, if this works and this game is great, I, this is a, again, one of those moments that could possibly probably won't, but could possibly change the direction of the gaming industry. But I feel like the gaming industry much like the government, loves your money more than you do. So I don't think this is going to become a constant thing with games, but it is a good experiment, and we'll see how that works out. And just remember, F the Oscars. Uh, March 23rd, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Nii a tool comes out PS4 on March 23rd. This is a Japanese role-playing game. Made by uh, Studio Ghibli. Did I pronounce that right? Ghibli? Ghibli? Ghibli. Ghibli? It's not even Ghibli. It's Ghibli. Giblets. Giblets. Okay. Yeah. For those anime otuko out there. No. Otaku. Good God. Why? What do you mean, why? Why can't my my pronunciation be uh, uh, just as good as the right pronunciation? Because you said, what, otuka? I don't know. Otaku? Yeah, it's otaku. It's otaku. What did I say? Otaka? I don't even know what I said. I don't know. What is this game? What is this game? So this game is kind of kind of like a Pokemon meets Pikmin RPG. It's it's what? a little weird. Um, what is... th- that was the first one, at least. Th- this one should be a little bit more streamlined to play like a, a typical... What is like, Pikmin? Tales. What is Pikmin? Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was on the Nintendo Wii and the GameCube and the Wii U. Okay. It's it's a uh, Look, I just wanted you I, I just I just wanted to get it out there that it was a Nintendo thing. It's Nintendo. So this is this is a, a Nintendo Wish game on made the PS4, for PlayStation. Right, yeah. And it looks pretty. Sure. Sure it does. 
Don't care. <laughs> Are you going to play this game? That's my question. You care? Are, yeah. yeah. You're going to play this. Yeah, I have the. I don't have the super fancy like two hundred dollar collector's edition, but I have the. I think it's like the mega deluxe edition pre-ordered or something like that. Oh, good mega deluxe edition. Whatever it's called. I don't even know what that means. Special tier. I don't know. Far Cry Five again. I guess everyone loves the Far Cry series. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest here, Derek. I've never played. Never. I have played them. I don't really get into them, but I do understand their appeal. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC, March 27th. Far Cry America. Is this like a play on America? Yes. Uh, I don't even think. I, I call I, it America. Kill the cult. Yeah, so uh, KKK. Exactly. It's It takes place in Montana. Um, it, it, you, you're fighting this this very like Protestant cult who is wait, 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 wait. kind of Protestantism. It's not a cult. And in a way, Mormon is. is no, it's not. And I, I find that highly offensive. This game already is on my list of things not to play for. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on a lot of people's list because that's they're, they're kind of showcasing it as this extremely like way right wing religious like cult. So they're making it look like a Protestant cult. But right. yeah, it's more of a of a Texas cult. Yeah, see, so the definition of a cult does not fall uh, anywhere near Protestantism. It does fall very close to Mormonism, but not not evangelical Protestants, uh, not not one bit. This game is already on my list of things not to play. Uh, and I, who who who's putting Far Cry? Who puts Far Cry out? Ubisoft. Oh, of course, it's Ubisoft. <laughs> like though, like if there were two companies that I wouldn't boycott no matter what, like I wouldn't boycott anything because. I don't. I just won't give them my money. Uh, then it, it would be Ubisoft because, like, there's you know I'm going going to, I'm going down a rabbit hole. Spoiler alert! If you don't want to hear my rabbit hole rant, you can fast forward a couple of minutes if you want to hear it. Congratulations, you're one of the few. Can I fast forward? Nope, you sure can't. You can sit here and listen to me talk about how I don't care at the beginning of Ubisoft games like Assassin's Creed Origins, which by the way is a great game. Uh, I don't I, I don't care how many various faiths genders sexual orientations or gender identities made the game i don't just put out a good product i don't care what who, who the people are behind it I don't i don't need to know that that you want to be all inclusive so suck it i just don't i, I would probably go with the quote-unquote cult members there in far cry i don't care i'm right wing so i just put out a good product and and then i don't care what your background is I don't see race. I don't see religion. I don't see color. I don't see, I, I don't see any of these things. So why do you have to throw them in my face? Again, it's just pushing an agenda uh, to push an agenda, which is why I won't play Far Cry 5. They're pushing an agenda to push an agenda. KKK, I mean, this all falls into what the left's narrative is of Trump, whether you like him, whether you hate him. It's just, not, it's just crap. It's just absolute crap. I'm watching. I'm watching uh, the the DC TV universe, and I I'm getting all caught up on that. And they had uh, Crisis on Earth X, where Nazis take out. Like seriously, how much more on the nose can you be? Uh, just go away with your agendas, entertainment industry as a whole. All of you, look, you don't care about my opinion, and I certainly don't care about yours. 
But if you're a left-wing nut job, Far Cry 5, PS4, Xbox One, PC, March 27th. I won't play it, won't talk about it anymore on my show. So suck it, Far Cry. Uh, Spider-Man. This is a huge one. I think this is going to be on a lot of people's game of the year. So shifting gears again. Hard shift out of my rant. Back into uh, Spider-Man PS4. Coming out sometime in the first sometime. half of the year. 2018 PS4 exclusive. This game looks amazing. Made by uh, Insomniac Games. What, what is QTEs? Quick, quick time events. Oh, quick time events. I hate quick time events. Yeah, it was uh, kind of like a, a bygone era kind of technique I, to do in video games. I guess if if this is open world, do you remember Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3? Uh, the video yeah. game that came out where it was all open world and it was, you could go high, you could go all the way to the ground. I remember the first Spider-Man game, you couldn't go to the ground. Like there was a cl- yeah. like fog or whatever and you couldn't. But the later Spider-Man games, those were amazing. Those were like on PS2. so fun to play. Yeah. If this is anything like that, I, I will put up with the, with the quick time events and play the crap out of this game. And this could be a contender for game of the year. It's not my early pick, but it could be a contender. It's a contender. It could have been a contender. So yeah, coming, coming out the first half of the year, um, it might get delayed. It might be, you know, like a late summer title, but, um, I'm super stoked for this. All we really know is it's being made by insomniac games, which I absolutely love that studio and they do a good, good job all the time so I'm, I'm stoked for it personally yeah no the uh the, the the all the gameplay all the 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 sneak peeks and stuff that we saw this past year have really got me excited for this game it looks really good uh despite the quick time events i guess uh i i just really wish there was a vr like i know there's a spider-man the yeah. movie like homecoming vr experience which you can play in about three minutes yeah, I've heard it's bad. It's I, right. I want to. F- I want to web sling. I want to go through the city in VR. Although I don't know if I really. Do. I say that I do, but there's been a couple times in Skyrim VR where I almost fell down. Because <laughs> I mean, you're like, oh crap, I'm moving, but I'm not moving. I'm gonna end up on my butt. Uh so yeah, early, early uh, could be a contender. Could be a contender. Spider-Man Three, sometime beginning of next year. Uh, Crackdown 3. What is yep, it? coming out on Xbox and PC sometime this spring. Another Microsoft exclusive. Um, open world, superhero, Grand Theft Auto-ish, Collectathon. It's it's a lot of things. Um, it's, it's been out on Xbox 360 and this Collect- one has been like... <laughs> Collectathon. I love that word. I'm stealing it. Collectathon. I mean, it is. You like in Crackdown One and Crackdown Two, you had all these like small little tokens that you would just run around and collect, and that's kind of the point of the game. <laughs> I, think, I think you took down bad guys or something. I don't remember that part. I do remember trying to find all these freaking all, little tokens. All the collection. Is it basically just a game of like finding all the Riddler crap in in the Batman Arkham games? That's what the old ones were like. Yeah, <sighs> it, it had some sort of story, but. Yeah, it was just fine stuff. That sounds it awful. Was fine stuff. So, it's um, honestly doesn't look too good. Uh, <laughs> it's had some some negative press recently, like delays and then confusion over characters in the game. But it's one of the few exclusives that Xbox fans have to look forward to. So, their sake, I hope it's good. <laughs> For their sake, because you just have an Xbox scrubs. Uh, here's my. Uh, I know you've all been waiting with bated breath. To find out what my early pick for game of the year is. 
and here it is. Detroit Become Human. Coming out, hopefully, sometime in the spring. PS4. From the makers of Heavy Rain and Beyond. Two Souls comes another one. PS4 exclusive. This has been shown off for years now. It's about time it's out. If you haven't watched the trailer to this game, pause the podcast. Go to YouTube and find the trailer and watch it. Basically, I will try to break this down for you. You are a robot or some sort of cyborg, like robot, human hybrid. Like, I don't even I think know. an android. Yeah, something like And basically... You're you're a maid. You are what was? Do you remember the Jetsons? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so you're basically the 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 robot maid from the Jetsons. Yep. But you get a bunch of choices, and and your choices matter. So, like in the trailer that I watched, you uh you can stop a father from beating his little girl, or you cannot stop the father from beating his little girl. You can stop the father from by, from beating his little girl by taking the little girl out of the situation, by incapacitating the father, or by shooting the father through the heart. <laughs> like these are just some of the choices that you have. And so this game uh, is my early favorite for game of the year. It looks amazing. It, it, I, I like the concept of the game. I mean, Detroit become human. You're in Detroit. You're in this dystopian future. Uh, where everybody has like this this robot, this android that cleans and cooks and takes care of your children and does all this stuff. But the android wants to become more. It's already been reset once. Now, you know, you, you are the android and you make the choices. So is it human? Is it not? Does it have a soul? Does it not? Uh, I, I like that kind of stuff, those philosophical heavy questions that video games ask it's not really an agenda it kind of just lets you figure out like it just poses a question and you have to sit there and go hmm there used to be a song that uh, was about things that make you go hmm for those of you of a certain age uh so that's my early pick for game of the year detroit become human uh garrick i you put this on the list i absolutely agree with it like do you not see this as being a contender I think it's definitely going to be a contender. I think it's a matter of how well the story plays. The, the previous works that this this director has done, like Heavy Rain, they got critical acclaim, but they were never up there for Game of the Year. Um, they're always there as as almost almost art pieces in terms of how you can tell a story in a video game. And so I'm I'm extremely excited for it, but I'm also a little hesitant. And it's not just playing a maid they've shown a couple other uh situations as well there's there's an android that's a detective and it's solving a crime and you're trying to is the android um, bruce wayne no although he kind of looks like bruce wayne okay <laughs> and he goes he goes around doing very bruce wayne like things um but then there's another one as well where you're kind of a like an anarchist you're you're almost you're already freed you of a, of your restraints from your robot rules and you, so you're going to free other do you join robots. A, do you join antifa i don't understand what you yeah, i mean what you yes. mean okay well there you go uh detroit become human contender and crowley's early pick for game of the year 2018 here is another content would you say this one's a contender this is absolutely a contender why do you have to say contender can't you just be contender contender bad boy uh god of war ps4 sometime in the first quarter uh, and if you don't know what quarters are just ask your local GameStop. 
or Walmart or any retailer really, and they'll explain to you what quarters are. Or any business, because that's how they judge things. Why? Well, yeah, I guess any business. Like, ask your dad, ask your mom. If they do the business Q1 world. earnings all the time or Q3 yeah. earnings. Yeah, like it's not difficult. Twelve nope. months. There are four Come quarters. I Did somebody say Kratos? No. No? Well, too bad. We're going to talk about him anyways. I I can't wait, guys. This is a reboot of one of the most famous PlayStation franchises of all time. And this time, it's going up to Scandinavia Town. Um, they are revamping the combat. It's not going to be so much quickie, hack-and-slashy combat. It's going to be a little bit more slow, methodical, thinky, Dark Souls-like combat. And a little bit more open level design as opposed to kind of a linear progression. It'll be more more open area, kind of like Rise of the Tomb Raider um, or on uh, the more recent Uncharted 4. So I personally can't wait. This this is going to be amazing. It's going to add a lot of story and, and, and background to Kratos as a character. It's going to add some depth because he's not just an angry guy all the time. He's going... <laughs> But isn't he God of War? Like, I don't understand. He's supposed yes. to be angry all the time. Well, yes, that's how War. I feel about it. Right. But it made him a little boring to play. Oh, please. It was one of the, like you said, one of the most popular franchises ever. And now they're going to reboot it because millennials want to reboot everything. Ah, that's I mean, here's how wrong. I here's how I know Garrick is excited for this game. This game has the most notes out of any game on the list. I can't I mean, believe this is going to yeah. be your early pick for game of the year. You're that excited for this game. It's going to be a good game. I don't know if that's accurate, but you are super excited for it. Yeah, Especially if they're going to make Kratos like or some kind of, kind of, I don't even know, like philosopher warrior. What? They're, they're, they're taming him. They're, they're trying to make him more of a human. Like he has a son this time around. He, you, you don't know who the wife is. Dun, 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 dun. Who is this boy? Dun, 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 dun. That's well, all this mysterious stuff. But it's it's you know him trying to be human, trying to. Teach why would the God of War want to be human? Because he misses his dead wife that he carries around on his body as ashes. That's weird. Number one. Number two. Uh, did anybody see Wonder Woman? The God of War was not really not wanting to be the God of War. Yeah, I mean, neither neither is this guy. <sighs> that guy wanted That's... to be the God of War. Crota- I don't even want to talk about this anymore. It's the millennial version of God of War. I'm sure I'll check it out and then mock it incessantly. Uh, Metro Exodus coming out sometime in the fall. That's late next year for those of you who don't know when that is. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's another Metro. There's really not a whole lot left to say, uh, so we won't say it. This next game, however, (laughs) as the French would say, this game... Yeah, Daddy is looking forward to this game a lot. This was close to being his early pick for game of the year. But I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure this game's coming out next year. It's I don't know if it is either. Red Dead Redemption 2 on PS4 and Xbox One coming out supposedly sometime in the spring. Now that's they, early they next spring. year. Yeah, they, I, they've had one delay already. Honestly, it's it's Take-Two Interactive. I don't believe this is going to come out spring. This I, is a holiday I, game. I, I'm going to guess, uh, yeah, I was going to say fall. This this will be in October, November, maybe January next year. Type. <laughs> this it's time definitely not going to slip into January. If, if they don't do October, November of this year, then it has to be October, November of next year. If they push it back that far, I think you're going to see a, a riot. 
Uh, this is delay after delay. Hopefully it comes out this spring. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, it's, it will be interesting because you, you make a good point in these notes, Garrett, because I'll be honest, I didn't do a lot of notes. I just knew what games I wanted to talk about. And normally I do the notes. Garrick did all the notes this time, and there are copious amounts of notes for certain games. Sorry. Uh, no, that's all right. I, I don't. I, I'm giving you kudos because that's amazing. Um, this game, you, you talk about GTA V and what, what they've done with that and the online infrastructure that they've come up with. People are still playing Grand Theft Auto V, and that game's been out for what? Five years now? At least five years. That's yeah. just, I mean, that's half a decade, and that game is going strong. Because it's the third best-selling game of all time, right? Because, but because Individual. of yeah, but because of what they've done with it, they it yeah. I mean, you talk about game as a service, and anytime you have an MMO, and that's kind of what they've gone with with GTA Five. Is it's almost an MMO, but it's not. I don't know if I would call it an MMO. Yeah, it's it's definitely borderline. Yeah, it's like. It's this weird hybrid that everybody loves. I've never played it, but everybody loves it. Everybody's playing it. I just felt like it was too, like, I, I talk a lot about how I don't, like, we just talked at the beginning of the show, swatting. Like, I feel like I would end up getting swatted <laughs> because sometimes Crowley doesn't play well with others. Sometimes. Okay, most of the time. He's a cranky old man. But if they do this reasonably well with red dead redemption two, and they go to some sort of MMO hybrid like GTA five, and they give you that same level of freedom within the game, this game is going to be huge. Yeah. I think it would outsell GTA five. I don't know. Dude. Grand Theft Auto has, has a special place in a lot of people's hearts, but so does red dead redemption. Not to the extent Maybe I'm just an old man and I like westerns. I don't know. That's probably you it. You are pretty old. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting what they do with the online. There's actually an MMO coming out called, I think it's called Wild West Online. Yeah. Uh, that's in like super early access right now. And it's I've gotten to play a little bit of it. And it was pretty bad what I got to play. But really? They, Not good? Yeah. I was thinking about picking. No. Okay. Well. No, it was like wait a couple years on that one. Ugh. Like when I was playing, it was just you couldn't like you couldn't jank. you couldn't just start a, a like like a, a gunfight at high noon mm, with somebody. I mean, kind of, but well, then what's the problem? There's no point, and you just started gunfights like all over the place. Why is there no point? Like perhaps you have this NPC girlfriend that is the the local whore there, at the tavern. There were no NPCs. What? The tavern only half rendered, uh, and only half the time, unless you got booted. <laughs> unless you got booted, which five hap so. happens a lot. Well, it's an early access or early <laughs> alpha, super, yeah. super early access. Maybe it's just. An um, I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Like GTA 5's online has gone crazy with the the heists and the kind of what's it, the gun runners pack and there's a bikers pack and now you can have like a flying DeLorean and going around. Right. Like I'm I've seen really... those, everyone has seen those YouTube videos where like it's a bicycle trying to outrun a missile. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, just the level of freedom that you have in that game is amazing. And I, again, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for, for this to be in the West. I, I've never liked GTA, but I've always loved red dead. So I'm excited for it. And I'm really excited for the online. 
and I really want to have a flying horse or something. I like a flying mecha horse. I don't want a Pegasus. Don't. It's it's the old west. No, I want like a robotic like robot horse it's, that has jets in it. There's no. When the game has been out for five years and they keep adding free updates, I guarantee you there will be a, a robotic, flying, laser shooting robot horse. Millennials need to stop ruining things for me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, State of Decay 2, Xbox One, PC in the spring. This is the only Microsoft exclusive that Garrick's excited for. I'm not yep. excited for it because uh, it's an Xbox exclusive. Now I can play it on the PC, but I probably won't. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm well, going to be getting it on the PC because there's no point to get anything on Xbox anymore. But okay, so wait, you were just poo-pooing. You were poo-pooing Metal Gear Survival as a zombie game. Yes. This is a zombie apocalypse game too. Yeah, but it's not a bad one. <laughs> oh, again, stop so, trying to ruin things for me, millennials. State of Decay is centered more around survival aspects. So it's more around like building a community and saving survivors and gathering resources and kind of building up a base and bases have a certain amount of kind of upgrades they can have until you need to right like, move so to like, a new base. can i just like fortnite was kind of zombie-ish metal gear survive like all these zombie games this is five years ago man it was like 10 years ago but they're still coming out with them because they still sell i'm so tired of zombies pokemon rpg coming out exclusively for the switch sometime in 2018 i don't Hopefully. care i don't care i don't care. i do I don't this care. is gonna be the first main series pokemon game on console that's super exciting i want to slap you and say damn it you were a grown oh. man God, it's super exciting, though. Like, I grew up with Pokemon, man. Like, that was my jam. And finally having it available on a home console. This I'm, is how Nintendo I'm, makes their money. They're selling people member berries. Member berries are real. They are selling them. And people are like, I, rem I remember. I remember Pokemon. I remember Zelda. Stop it. Stop eating the member berries. Not only are they selling us member berries, but they're selling us, like, the best strain of member berries at a discount and high quality. we get the treat. It's high quality. That's how they get you. They give you the first one for free. It's it's a high quality member berry and they give you the bushel. I don't even care. You put it's, how it's exciting good. in all caps. Yes. How exciting indeed. You are Pokemon so, coming to console. You are so, Come on. You are such a bunch. Uh, Anthem. Uh, coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and sometime, hopefully, maybe in 2018. Is this a Destiny killer? I don't know. It's coming from EA. It's probably going to be loot box heavy. Yeah, but you get to be basically Iron Man, and an Iron Man, Iron Man MMO sounds really cool. Not if it's behind the paywall. It doesn't. Well, Kingdom yeah. Hearts 3, PS4, Xbox One, 2018. I can almost guarantee you my wife will make me buy this. I don't know if it's coming out 2018. I probably won't. I, I'm i going to guess probably spring 2019. I think this is now the longest game in development of all time. Maybe. Uh, but whenever it comes out, it's oh, it's going to be a contender for uh, Game of the Year. Nah, I don't think it will. Uh, Anthem might be a contender for Game Anthem of the Year. Anthem might be a contender if it doesn't have a whole bunch of loot boxes and pay to win. and all It's EA. It's going to have all that crap. Yeah. Just count on it. I'm telling we talked about this before the show. They're going to let Battlefront 2 die. They're going to let it die. They're going to just let it be a loser. 
They're going to put out what content they said they were going to put out. And then just slowly going to let it die because it didn't sell a lot. And I don't think it sold a lot over the holidays. So I think they're going to let this die and they're going to move on. And I don't know what the future of DICE is. Hopefully they don't just, you know, cannibalize it like they've done every other studio they've ever bought and failed with. They won't because DICE is making way too much money on the Battlefield franchise. So, uh, yeah, because of loot boxes. Uh, Death Stranding 2018 PS4. Don't bet on this being a 2018 game. Uh, one of the uh, Sony execs, Mark uh, Kearney, recently. Cerny. Cerny. God, God almighty. I cannot. You know what? I, what does it matter? I don't even care. Uh, Future show notes. I will add pronunciation. I, you know what? I don't even care. I will just, I will myrtleize their name. Mark Kearney. <laughs> Myrtleize. Uh, recently stated he, that he played the first four to five hours of the game. Several claims saying this is one of the fastest developed games Sony's ever made, but it's Hideo Kojima. So who knows what's accurate when it comes to that guy? Yeah, I I'm super stoked. There's a lot of people speculating that it's going to come out 2018. I highly doubt it because they just started production on this game last year, um, like mid year. So this is going to be like a 2020 game for me. But the fact that yeah, <laughs> the fact that one of the Sony execs played the first several hours of the game, like yeah, but how polished was it? That's that's the question. But even still, if it was playable, like it's not too much work to well, polish it. Look, if Cerny's able to play it, and he apparently he dug it, he talked about it. It's not like this yeah. guy's going to run around talking about you know games he's played that he didn't like, which I'm sure <laughs> somewhere in the thousands at this point. Uh, you know, then uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's pretty polished, and this will be the fastest developed game ever. And Hideo Kojami knows what he's doing. Kojima. <laughs> I said Kojami, and I did it on purpose. It's Kojima. Kojima-sama. So that's it's it. It's Kojima-sama to you. Oh, good God. Whatever. He's not my senpai. I'll call it's him whatever. Kojima-dono. You know what? Domo, oh my God. I can't even do that right. You know what? So we're going to end the show because I can't talk anymore. But before we do, I want to thank everybody who, who's been a loyal listener this year, or if you're not a loyal listener. Uh, or if you've listened to the show once, or if this is the first time you've listened to it, I want to thank you. 2017 was a great year. It was a great year for me personally. It was a great year for our podcast. Uh, we, we found Garrick in a game. Garrick and I, uh, if you go back and you listen to the episode, Garrick and I, uh, we used to play Final Fantasy fourteen together. He was in uh, the, the same FC that I was in, uh, and we played together all the time, and it was amazing. And then he kind of went away from the game. And, and I stayed in it. And then just one night this, this last year in a random pug, uh, myself and Bishop, like there was this guy and his name was, was Garrick. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this the same Garrick from the Diabolo? Sure enough, it was. And the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, so, uh, I'm very thankful for Garrick for, for being a part of bad gamers anonymous. He's done a wonderful job, a great job with, with the show notes this week and, and just a wonderful job in general. Uh, so it's been great to have him here. I also want to say thanks to Bishop for starting Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, this was his brainchild. This was him pulling me back into the world of podcasting. A- and it really it was an idea that he had that that uh, metastasized and, and grew into the what it is today. 
And so I, I, I hope that uh, I'm hopeful that he'll be back in 2018 at some point and, and podcasting with us. He's such a huge part of the show and the reason why we're here. So again, thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Garrick. Thank you, listeners. And I want to urge you, if you're listening to the show, support us. We don't ask for money. We, we, we don't have a Patreon. I, I don't ever want to have a Patreon. Not to say that we won't. But as of right now, I, I don't want to have a Patreon. So the way you can support us is by telling people about us. Just spread the word. We were up to 50 followers on Facebook. Thank you for that. We have several uh, uh, followers on Instagram and on Twitter. Again, thank you for that. So just please spread the word. Every time a new episode comes out, we're pumping out weekly content. We're not doing it for us. We're doing it for you, the listener, for the gaming community at large. And, yeah, we're kind of doing it a little bit for us. I, You know, they say the empty can rattles the most. And if you listen to the show, I rattle the most. So, again, thank you. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your gaming friends. Tell your girlfriends. Tell your parents. Tell whoever. Just, I don't care. Just tell people about Bad Gamers Anonymous. So, again, thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Bishop. We're uh, looking forward to being Bad Gamers in 2018, and we hope that you are looking forward to that as well. Garrick, is there anyone you'd like to thank for 2018, 2017? Yeah, thanks. Thanks to my wife for supporting me and, and for letting me do this and take up time where I, I have to be doing this. Because <laughs> um, sometimes and... we just have to do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, nobody else, no one else special to me at all. Nope, that's it. So, yeah, thank their loved ones, thank their family. Uh, 2017 was a great year. 2018 will be a phenomenal year. And on that note, I am Mr. Crowley for the Absentee Bishop, for my friend from Apartment Crime for Garrick. This is Bad Gamers Anonymous saying we'll see you next week.